My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya 959. Right, we start tonight's show looking at how to buy shares on the JSC. It's a continuation from last week. I'm going to be talking to Simon Brown, founder of Just One Lap. He's an avid trader and investor with loads of experience. A very good evening to you, Simon. Thanks so much for your time. Dimitri, always a pleasure to chat to you. So last week we looked at the history of the JSE, the various financial instruments you can invest in and understanding your profile. Are you risk averse or an aggressive mm-hmm. investor and why you would buy shares? What do you want to do? Obviously, we all want to grow our wealth and make money, but are we in it for a quick buck or are we in it for the long haul? You do, of course, have to have the patience for the markets as we learned from our discussion last week. Simon, today let's unpack whether we go via a trader, a broker, or do it on your own? That was one of the questions that came in uh, last week. That's a great question, Sumitra. The, the distinction is between trader and broker. And, and to me, trader is, and, and in the intro, you mentioned that I trade and I also invest. And when I'm trading, I'm doing it very much more short, short term. And trading is a, 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 a concept in terms of you know, your, your frequency of transaction, your duration of transaction, and typically a lot more transactions and a shorter duration. The flip side of that is, is the, the sort of the investor who will buy something and, and then the cliche, you know, put it, put it in a bottom drawer, put it in a back pocket mm-hmm. and come back to it in, in many, many years' time. Your broker is the person who actually does the transaction. Whether you're uh, a trader or an investor, you need that third party who can help you actually buy or sell the shares that you want to buy or sell. So what is your advice to somebody starting out? My advice is always fairly simple, is, is, is keep it simple. So you want to buy shares. And, and the first question is, you know, are you going to buy first brand or famous brands or, or standard bank or ShopRite and, you know, different sectors? And, and if you think it's retail, should it be ShopRite or, or maybe pick and pay? Or what about spas? better idea and, and, and mass market on the recovery. So it, it very quickly starts to get quite complicated as to which share. And when we're starting out, we don't have a pile of money. We can't go afford to buy 10 different shares. So we need to focus in. And that's why I say to folks, typically, and you've chatted about them before, exchange traded funds, which is that basket of shares. So instead of having to pick between Standard Bank and ShopRite or pick and pay and spa, you actually get a basket with all of them. And, and when the market is rising and when in, in the beginning of her show, when Google's talking about how the market is done for the day, you will have that, 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 that collective experience because you own, in a sense, the market because you own a little bit of all of them. Mm. So Simon, just going back to that question, when, I, when, when we ask what's your advice in terms of, uh, in terms of a person mm-hmm. wanting to start off, should they actually, because they're new to the markets, should they actually go via a broker to start that portfolio or should they actually start delving into it on their own because there are quite a few platforms for you to do it on your own yeah so the broker will advise you the broker will potentially even manage it for you and 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 and, you know you give them a mandate and they will buy and sell it your behalf the trick with that is that if you want a sort of an individual rather than a collective um they're going to be minimums involved and and many of those brokers you know that they can't take you know finite number an infinite number of phone calls a day mm-hmm. so they're going to say you need to bring an amount of money and that amount will vary um and truthfully you know it, it's more often more than we have in our pocket so there's certainly a, a good benefit to that because that is somebody who 
you know, knows the ropes of the market, who spends, you know, six, eight, ten hours a day monitoring economic data and, and share price results and, and really keeping in pace with it, which, you know, with respect, you know, most people who are listening this evening, they have jobs. They, mm. they don't have time to dedicate that much time to it. But because of the minimums, in many cases, it's a luxury which, which some of us simply can't afford because we don't have the, the, enough to do it. In which case, we can we can do it ourselves. You know, if if we really want to, to learn, we, we learn a couple of ways. We learn by listening to the show. We learn by reading. But also we learn by doing. And I am a fan of taking a, a very modest amount of money and, and, and buying a share and, and watching it. Because once you've bought your first share and you, you, you get that, that confirmation that you're an owner of, you know, however many few shares of whatever company, mm. it starts to focus your mind and you start to, to look out for it and you start to, you know, you set up a Google alert and the like. And, and it starts to draw you in. And, and then we're learning by doing. So there is that benefit of, yeah, if you can't afford to have someone manage it on your behalf, go and get a, a, an ETF, keep up a, a couple of hundred aside and, and buy a share and watch it and see what happens and learn about it and attend a general meeting and, and have your vote. True. So, I mean, if you start with a small amount of mon- uh, money, I mean, I really like easy equities. I mean, it gives you an opportunity yes. to invest very little. It's There's so much of an explanation on there. You can do your research as well on any of the shares that you're looking at mm-hmm. buying before you decide. But when you are there, I mean, it, it even gives you an opportunity. I mean, like NASPAS, for instance, is such an expensive share to buy. Just one is like, what, 3,000 Rand? So it yeah. also gives you an opportunity opportunity to buy a small piece of that share so you can buy something for like 250 rand and slowly build that up right but then how does how do the fees there impact you so so you've touched on a very important point and that is fees and and, and that comes back to the person who would manage a, a, a portfolio on your behalf mm. is that the, many of the stockbrokers charge I mean they always quote to you a percentage rate and it's quite attractive it's half a percent or three quarters of a percent and it, it, it seems fairly innocuous and fairly small but there are minimums and, and the problem with that minimum is that you know if, if you went to a, a, a traditional sort of stockbroker who, who, who wants a larger deposit and you, you did a 250 rand transaction it would literally cost you 150 rand Mm-hmm. Um, so you, 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 you're, you're deeply in the hole. That, that is what we are seeing is, is the new generation of, 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 of brokers coming through. Uh, Easy Equities, as you mentioned. Uh, Think Markets is doing it as well at this point in time as well. And some of the banks on, the, on, their, on their internet banking platforms. Um, I know First Rand's got it. I know Epson's got a Standard Bank. The big banks as well, where you can go and do much smaller amounts that 250 rand you mentioned, and yes. in some cases even 100 or 200 rand, and your fee ends up being literally a couple of rand, maybe yeah. five bucks. Um, because if you invest 250 and you pay 250, then when it's doubled in value, you've only paid for the transaction fee. So fees are incredibly important, yeah. and you need to make sure that you understand what the minimums are, because if you're doing small transactions, that's what you'll be paying. I like the fact that everything is detailed there so you can actually monitor that as well on how much you're paying for um, each share that you buy, how much it's costing you for that transaction, whether it's like two rand 56 or whatever it is. It's all detailed on there. So it helps you also monitor these things, almost like bank charges. Simon, I've got Mongi on uh, the line from Alex. Uh, Very good evening to you, Mongi. You have a question for Simon? Yes. Hi, Simon. How are you? 
I'm always excellent in yourself. I'm good, thanks. You're speaking to Mungi from Alex. I've been trying to buy shares, SAB shares. Um, I think they listed um, Zenzela Kabili on JV. Mm-hmm. Simon, this is a very important one, and it was one of the questions that came up as well last week, is that how do you actually get access to these BEE shares? So there's a range of companies that made these available over time, MTN, Vodacom, NASPAS, uh-huh. Telcom, and then the latest one was SAB. But how do you actually start acquiring those shares? So there is a, an inch of, of complexity, and the complexity that they BEE share. I listen on so the radio. Yes, thank you so much for your call, Mongi. So, so they are BEE shares. So not every stockbroker offers the ability to transact with it, but but many of them do. And and many of the, the big brokers, and, and we've mentioned Easy Equities, they certainly do. You can buy them through those various different platforms. You can also, Symmetry, if, 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 if a listener is wanting to do, uh, for example, uh, you know, as those BEE schemes come along, the, the current SAB, you've mentioned the MTN, there's been a number of the years. Mm. Um, uh, there's the platform which is ComputerShare. And what, what they do is, they, they they very much for the person, not somebody who wants to trade, not somebody who wants all the data and, and, and the live prices and the like, but somebody who wants to buy a share and, and, and put it in a bottom drawer in the back pocket. Computer share can do that for you and they can help you get the, the, the Sassel shares. They're, 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 the platform is, is rudimentary uh, and cheap. But if you're, you know, Mongi's just wanting to buy the SAB BEE share, she can do that perfectly easily and, and you know, cheap enough to, to then do it, leave it, receive the dividends and, and come back to it in, in the next, I don't know, three, five or ten years and see how it's done for her. Yeah. So, Simon, is that available? Are the BEE shares available on Easy Equities? Uh, we'll unpack computer share just now. Yes, they are. Um, the SAB deal is, and in fact, most of the brokers I have spoken to um, have have uh, made it available. You know, if, if nothing else, there, there certainly has been a demand, um, and, and stockbrokers are, are smart enough to realise that if there's demand, they need to. You know, some of them might have had to do a bit of development, but mostly it's available. If you have a stockbroker account, check with them, and to get an inch technical, uh, if you've got a stockbroker account, search for SZK. That's the share code for for the SAB scheme, SZK, uh, and see if it's available on the platform. In most cases, it is. Okay, so we you, you can just search. I mean, it's um, there's a wealth of information that's on there on all of these shares, so you can just search on Easy Equities. But take us through Computer Share. Is it similar to Easy Equities, or it only has a limited amount of different shares that's available there? So it, it, as EV Equities does, it has the, the full offering of okay. shares traded on the JSC, the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. Yeah. Um, it, its difference is where, you know, in, in the olden days, and, and not to be disparaging, I'm, I'm old enough to register for a vaccine on Thursday. So, you know, it, but back in the day, uh, the computer share was, was you know, it, it, it enables you to, to, to transact. You phone in, you, you place an order, mm. you, you send an email. You're not going to be making snap decisions. They don't give you you know, live prices or, or research reports or anything like that. Whereas Easy Equities has got some more bells and whistles. You can, you know, they've got an app so you can do it from your your, your phone or you can do it from your computer and the like. And they've made that, that tradability a lot easier and a lot simpler and they've got a lot of sort of bells and whistles for it. But what I've found with some folks is they, they look at Easy Equities and, and not to disparage, I, I'm a shareholder in Purple Group which who owns 70% of Easy Equities and they're a great product. Mm. But some folks look at this and say it's more than I need 
it's complexity. I, I just want to own some some shares, some some shop products, some SAB, uh, uh, B shares, and and that's where CompuShare comes in. Where it's simple, you you open the account, you phone up, you place the order. There's no having to learn interfaces and how to buy and how to sell. It's just a simple phone call. Simon, is, are you able to have both? Can you have an account yes. on Easy Equities and Computer Share and mm-hmm. buy different shares? Oh, absolutely. I have accounts with everybody for the simple reason that, that I want to see what the products and services and prices and everything are. So you can, you can absolutely have multiple different different accounts uh, in, in your name with different providers and, and you can hold the same shares. You, you could have uh, exactly the same share in, in multiple different accounts. And, you know, I, I've met people over the years who have you know, very good reasons as to why some people are are holding shares on behalf of their of, of their children or, or perhaps their grandchildren and, and they will it's a separate account which the child will get when they turn 18 or whatever mm. the case may be so they have a separate account so it's almost you know it, it's the the, the the daughter or the nephew or the, or the grandson's uh, uh, easy equities account it's just currently in, in your name so you absolutely can have multiple accounts I really love the simplicity of it and it's really, really easy to do. I actually opened up um, an Easy Equities account for my son the other day. I think I just need to fill out some forms and send that off and then he's good to go. So you can actually do that. It, it It's just the process is just so simple. So we've got a question about the BEE shares for those that don't understand how these work. So, you know, we've had them over the years. They were scattered, some big ones. Mm-hmm. And then they also come at a discounted price and only to certain individuals. Take us through how those BEE shares work. Sure. So I, I'll use the, the SAB example and, and, and I, I, the numbers of the exact top of my head I don't have, but we've certainly got the, the sense of, of how it works. These are black economic empowerment. As you said, we've, we've had them over the last couple of decades, most of them with good success, but when you're investing in a listed company, there is risk, and, and certainly African Bank was an example of, of that potential risk. Uh, and, and what they do, and how the SAB one has worked, essentially, SAB is owned by a company called AB InBev. They're a, a global beer company uh, the world over, and they've taken a bunch of shares and put them into this BEE vehicle with a, with a loan structure. Those shares will then pay dividends over the next 10 years or so. Truthfully, for, for forever in a day, and, and and we've talked around how the sense of you know a beer companies fairly stable. Our beer drinking habits as a nation don't change dramatically from from year to year. In fact, one of the cliches is in, in good times we have an mm. extra beer, and in bad times we drown our sorrows with an extra beer. <laughs> Those dividends will help offset the debt. So in essence, people who buy the BE share are essentially buying, let's say, a hundred grand share, and there's fifty five rand of debt. And the dividends, which is your share of the profit, will pay off that debt. So short answer is you get the shares at a discount. There is risk, and the risk is the share price of the company, in this case, AB InBev, who is the parent company of SAB Miller. And, and that risk does sometimes bear out. Truthfully, it doesn't often happen, but investing does carry that risk with it. In the case of the BEE deal, the SAB one, we can actually work out what a fair value for that share that's about 50 to 60 rand because we take the value of the share, we subtract the debt from it, and, and we come to a price of around uh, 50 to 60. But in essence, it's a, a restricted share which has a loan component where the profits will pay it off over the next 10-year period. And you know, I, I'm not uh, uh, able to buy the BEE shares, but as a rule, you know, if I can buy something at a discount, 
that's usually quite attractive to me. Yeah. So uh, definitely one to look out for. I mean, the SAB one is out now, but do a lot of, uh, do mm-hmm. your research on your own, you know, read up, find out what people are saying, get a better understanding of what's happening. So when we're looking at price, penny stocks, take us through penny stocks mm-hmm. quickly for those people getting into the market. Mm-hmm. This may be uh, one to go for. Yeah. So penny stocks, the, the phrase comes from shares that are worth less than a, uh, a, in our case, less than a rand. So there would be cents stocks, but that's not half as a, a uh, rolls off the tongue. So penny stocks are shares trading below one rand. These are typically smaller companies, uh, and in some cases, the small companies. If we think about it, every big company was once small. Apple, Microsoft, mm. Amazon. These were all once baby companies. So what we're basically saying is, imagine we could buy a share for less than a rand, Capitex, an example, and 20 years later, it's worth 1,700 rand. What an astounding return absolutely agree 100%. The truth of the matter is that most businesses don't last 20 years. So in many cases, you're buying a penny stock, which you know will, will go bankrupt in the next three years, five years, 10 years, or, or just do nothing much at all. And what then, in essence, is it's that risk reward. Most of them won't work, some will, and knowing the future winners is hard. So typically, your penny stocks are your much higher risk part of the, the equity market. As opposed to ABN, of SAB, we mm. spoke about a moment ago, you know, a, a population's beer drinking habits don't change much. SAB will probably outlive all of us. Uh, that next penny stock, truthfully, might not make it to next Christmas. There we go. Thank you so much. It's always such a pleasure talking to you, Simon. Thanks for always contributing to our show. Thanks a lot and go well. That was Simon Brown, founder of Just One Lap. Uh, he's a trader, an investor, and of course, a wealth of experience when it comes to the markets. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. on Kaya 959.